Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks so much for joining us today and welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Scott Kirshner, Troy Kirshner, and Dave Ross. Myself, my name is Chris Swan. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. It's 419-794-3030 online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show, the stock market was up 8% in November, but according to some economists, that is based on hope. What to do if you feel judged at your first sit down with a financial advisor and another year, another AEP in the books. But what's next for Medicare and the Affordable Care Act. All this and more. But first, let me check in, say hello to some people I haven't spoke to in a while and people I haven't spoke to uh, in ever. Troy, Scott, uh, Dave, glad to be with you. How are you doing today? Well, Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I can breathe, take a breath now. Uh, the AEP period and the um, ACA has finally come to a close for another year. 2023 is uh, in the books for for that. Um, you know, Troy, uh, Troy experienced his very first AEP with me. And uh, actually, quite honestly, Dave, you did as well. Uh, you weren't really involved in everything that was going on, but you saw me running around here and, um, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of long days and long nights. And um, my wife finally gets her husband back. To, uh, but it's, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, the the tax accountants and it's kind of like the uh, snowplow guys. You know, you make hay when the haymaking's good. You plow snow when the snow falls, right? So it's good to be back. You know, I missed uh, missed you guys, but uh, I'm here and, and uh, we're, we're good to roll. Definitely. You know, there are certainly uh, hot, uh, hot and cold periods there. The Affordable Care Act, uh, the annual election period is, is a big time. We're going to talk about what is coming up next because officially, like you said, the annual election period ended on the 7th. Open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act plans uh, ended on the 15th. Scott, what's next? Let's talk about uh, what AEP looks like when seniors work with America's Medicare Associates. Well, you know, Chris, we have, um, uh, we here at AMA, we have a lot of different uh, satellite locations. And, um, you know, one of the things that we do a lot of is we do a lot of educational events. You know, we get, we get a lot of people to come in to our educational events throughout the year. We really hit that hot and heavy in, um, uh, you know, September and October heading into AEP. And, um, you know, we did events, um, gosh, Troy, we were what, uh, St. Louis? Cleveland. Uh, we were in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. We did some down in uh, Cincinnati, Newark, Ohio as well. Uh, you know, so and and several of them here at home. One of the things we do is we like the red lobsters, right? Oh yeah, the, you gotta love those biscuits. Yeah, who who doesn't love the uh, butter baked biscuits? You know, there are a lot of uh, a, a lot of people love those, especially the seniors, right? So, um, you know, what it kind of looks like for us is. Um, you know, we'll do these educational events to kind of let people know where we're at in the process, uh, where they're at in the process, like, um, uh, you know, the annual enrollment period and what their options are. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's mind blowing to me the number of people that truly have no idea what their plan covers and what their benefits are. Um, that was really, really a shocker to me this year. Um, you know, we saw that a lot. Um, you know, you ask the people, well, what do you have and, and uh, how do you like how your plans work? And they say, well, you know, to be honest with you, I really don't know what I have. Um, and they, it's, it's kind of like, 
you know, they they sign up, and a lot of times what they'll do is they'll call that 800 number on the TV, right? And they sign up, and then they don't hear from anybody until the phones start ringing off the hook the following year. Well, that's kind of why we do what we do, right? We we come in and we educate them, and we we let them know what their benefit plans are for their current year and how those plans are going to change and what it's going to look like moving into 2024. So, um. You know, it, it, it's it's sad that people don't know and people don't get uh, contacted by their current advisors. Um, but, that you know, that's that's the important part of, of what AMA does. Troy, why don't you, um, since this was your first true experience in AEP, uh, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of what take that you have on AEP and what you found with meeting with clients and, and um, um, how you saw the hustle and bustle of everything going on. Take a few minutes and, and let them know what you thought. Yeah, so it was an absolutely super busy time of the year for us, obviously. Um, it was my first time experiencing AP being uh, fully licensed and ready to sell with any product. The biggest thing I noticed is, Dad, you look great. You look slim. You weren't really eating much throughout the time because you couldn't. Um, I mean, we'd have a meeting, I think 10 meetings a day. And truly, I don't know how you did it, but it was it was very impressive. I'd say the uh, the biggest thing that I was doing the entire time is uploading policy after policy, which was a little bit of stressful times for you. So I guess it was easier for you to just put that on me, but I, I totally enjoyed it. It was it was a really, really busy time and I, I thoroughly loved it. And I kind of figured that the last day it would ease up a little bit, but I was uh, very mistaken. <laughs> um, I guess the, the busiest time for me was the last two hours of December 7th. I mean, phone was ringing off the hook. It it really all came to a close really really fast but it was a great time of the year and i'm uh already looking forward to next aep sure sure exactly so here's um uh, here's a little bit of what it kind of looks like when you deal with aep so um ama or when you deal with ama i'm sorry um we do things a little bit different um we it's all about the client so what we do is we want to make sure that um, your needs and your plans that you choose are what's the best fit for you so a couple of things that we do that's a little bit different is um, we will help clients actually enroll or create their online My Social Security account. Uh, and I know, Dave, you deal with a lot of uh, clients with work with Social Security and, and claiming strategies and things like that. Um, a lot of them may not have created their My Social Security account. Well, you know, that, that statement that you, you used to get in the mail, now you can actually get online. And a lot of people that we deal with are, are seniors, right? And a lot of people are not computer savvy. Uh, it was kind of funny when we, uh, before we came on the air here, Dave, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit about the computers and how to make the screens bigger and things like that. So one of the things that we do is we'll actually create that My Social Security account with them right in the office. Uh, you know, they're sitting right next to us and we'll create that account. And then what we'll do is we'll take a few minutes and we'll actually enroll them in Medicare if they haven't already done so. Um, and I want to I want to kind of digress for a second. Um, for some reason, this year, for the last six to eight months, I've been doing this for 29 years. For the last six to eight months, I don't know if our wonderful government and yes, there is sarcasm there. If they have contracted with new people, I did make a few calls uh, this morning, uh, or actually yesterday before we uh, left the office, to find out if they've made some changes. But for some reason, when we're helping people enroll in Medicare, they're 
they're not following the written instructions on the online application. So I do have some new information. Um, uh, we they told me to you're better off faxing in those applications and those requests or actually doing snail mail. Uh, believe it or not, in a day and age where everything is computerized, they advised me to send these new enrollment applications for Medicare in uh, via the mail. Now, this is if you're enrolling in Part B. If you've already got Part A and you're enrolling in Part B, which is what we ran across a lot this year, people that were retiring, they've already signed up for Part B. They're retiring, say, later after 65. They only need Part B. It's a simple process, but the, the process has not been simple with the government working this year. Typically, we, we block out an hour, and we'll go through your current benefits, and then we'll go through and uh, talk about what's new and exciting for the next year and how that's going to play into your Medicare needs. Well, from a financial planner's perspective, one of the big things that's really going to impact people's retirement is the cost of health care. Sure. And so these plans are very important in terms of how that may force clients to draw down on their accumulated savings throughout their retired life. So this is a very important part, just like Social Security. Once you apply for Social Security, that benefit is locked in for life. It's irrevocable. Mm -hmm. So we did a seminar together on Medicare and Social Security, and that's a very good, those are two very good topics to link together because they're at the forefront for these retirees and these senior citizens. Yeah, so I guess the big question now is what's up next for uh, for Medicare? OEP. So OEP obviously stands for the Open Enrollment. Um, um, January 1st through March 31st is uh, the time where if you have made a change to your plan or enrolled in a new plan during the AEP period, uh, and I keep in mind, this is for a prescription drug plan or an Advantage plan. If you are currently a recipient of a Medicare supplement, the um, the AEP or OEP really doesn't pertain to you at all. But uh, up next is the OEP. You can make a one-time change to that plan, and then you are locked into that plan for the rest of uh, the year, 2024, until the AEP, which... Um, Starts next October, which if anybody has any questions, you can always reach out to uh, to us on our website, America's Medicare Associates dot com or even the um, uh, ARHQ dot com. Or you can email um, me directly at uh, Scott K at the retirement dot com. While you guys certainly uh, are entitled to a break, this is this is kind of a calm before. I, I would say maybe a milder storm with the the open enrollment period beginning at the at the start of the year. So you know, congratulations on another uh, surviving an, another or your first annual election period, uh, Dave. I want to touch on something really quick. You mentioned how uh, Social Security and Medicare are kind of tied together; they kind of go hand in hand, and very much so when it comes to uh, the the cola because the cost of living adjustment that people get annually with Social Security. Well, those benefits are typically eaten by the increase in Medicare premium, so. They may go hand in hand a little bit more than uh, than people may think. So again, developing a strategy to take into account healthcare, your finances, all that is what the team uh, at the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates is all about. And to reach out, give a call 419-794-3030. 
Scott, a little earlier you were talking about how America's Medicare Associates help seniors with their Medicare plans during the annual election period, which just wrapped up uh, at the beginning of December. Can you tell us what issues were top of mind for those clients that you, you met this season? Like, you know, uh, like a top five list of uh, both the, the good and the bad from them. Number one is super easy to come up with. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of unfortunate because it's the one area where pretty much any plan out there was going to have the same impact. So it didn't really matter what plan they have. So for some reason this year, the echoing theme was prescription drugs. As simple as, I love my plan, but the prescriptions are killing me. And, you know, that is really, really, really tough, tough to deal with, right? I did actually have, um, I had a first this year. It were pretty touching and really uh, pulled at my, um, my heartstrings, so to speak. I had a client that had a prescription plan that they just weren't getting the coverage they needed for the out-of-pockets. And they actually um, asked me, well, what if I didn't take this? on a regular basis and I bumped it out and kind of stretched it, would it that get me to my uh, donut hole a little bit later down the road? And, you know, it really bothered me because this client was jeopardizing their health because of the cost of their prescription drugs. And that's just not right. I mean, that is something that is wrong on every level. Uh, and I do know that in 2025, there is a prospected um, uh, bill that's going to be uh, hopefully passed and put into place where they're going to cap the prescription drug coverage at $2,000. But the one thing, I guess that would be the bad. Uh, the one thing was uh, the prescription drug coverage. Um, a, a good, Troy, you, you experienced a couple of good things. Uh, why don't you tell us a couple of good things? The second one that I noticed is the biggest upside to an Advantage plan has got to be the dental. So there's several plans out there that have obviously different amounts. Um, there's a certain plan out there that upgraded from last year. Last year, I believe it was around a thousand or fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. I think it was a thousand, right. and they upgraded to about seventy-five hundred worth of dental. So there's several plans out there that you can choose. If dental is one of the big important ones to you, um, they have a lot of different plans out there with great coverage, and that certain plan has a lot of coverage. With truthfully, is just a great plan out there. Yeah, you know they were they they went from. Um, from one of the not as strong plans to the leader in the industry, uh, you know, $7,500 of coverage for dental. Uh, so that obviously was a good one. Another new thing for 2024 um, is most all companies, and there were some other companies that had this, but most of our companies out there now have what's called flex cards. Um, you know, some of these uh, flex cards will give you additional dental vision or hearing coverage. You get like a... Um, uh, it's like a credit card, actually, you know, and you, you, you get money that's added to this card and you get to use that for certain items. Um, uh, another one, a uh, big one that are people, a lot of people are looking at um, uh, experiencing for 24 is uh, reimbursement cards for utilities and uh, healthy foods. Uh, you know, one of the big jokes is depending on the client that I'd had in there, I said, yeah, you know, you can't go grab that um that uh, sick pack of beer and put it down there because that's not going to get approved. But healthy foods, you can use it for utilities. Um, you can use it for like pet supplies. I know that's kind of crazy, but you can actually use it for pet supplies, personal items. So uh, that's new for some of the companies that didn't have it in the past. 
Um, and then, Troy, there was one other one that I want to throw at you um, uh, because you kind of got uh, a keen ear to this, even though you're nowhere near Medicare. But why don't you tell the listeners what the, the last big item was? Yeah, so this item kind of makes me wish I could skip uh, 40 years in the future and almost qualify for Medicare. Um, I remember we, we go to a lot of first look uh, during the before AEP so we can see what, what plans have, have what to offer. And uh, this really sparked my interest. It's called the DMR Direct Member Reimbursement. Um, some plans offer that, and they offer a certain amount of re- reimbursement. So uh, if you're, this is the big one for me, if you're golfing and you want to pay for your green fees, well, you just put, the, uh, put that on the card or you might keep the receipt and you'll be able to pay for that. Or whether you get hiking shoes or tennis shoes or even tennis equipment, really anything, any physical activity that you do, that company is going to be able to reimburse you. So they're basically bribing you to be physically active, <laughs> which, truthfully, I wish they made a plan like that for a 21-year-old kid, but unfortunately, the world can't be like that. Yeah, so so a lot of these companies, you know, I have had a lot of people said, you know, I don't really quite understand why are these companies doing this. So they're encouraging healthy lifestyles because, let's face it, if they keep you out of the doctor's office, it's kind of like an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? It's kind of like, uh, let me promote you to be live a healthy lifestyle. It's going to keep you from utilizing these plans, and it's going to keep you from spending the money at the doctor's office or the hospital's. And again, with the uh, the open enrollment period beginning at the beginning of the year, if you were hearing about these things and you realize that maybe your plan doesn't have that or you just want to take a look to make those changes, uh, that does begin and, and that runs at the beginning of the year. So uh, you can always reach out to the team. Uh, you can go to America's uh, Medicare Associates dot com. You can reach out to, to Scott directly. Uh, you can give a call as well. 419-794-3030. Once again, that number 419-794-3030. Now, with it being the end of the year, you know, end of year tax planning is something that that, uh, comes to mind. And one way to plan for taxes is by doing a Roth conversion when the money is moved from pre-tax accounts like 401ks and your traditional IRAs to an after-tax Roth. Those earnings can then be withdrawn tax-free. And, you know, we talk about this a lot for people who are still working, might be approaching retirement in that red zone. But what about for those who have already retired? Is there actually a, a cutoff age for this? Absolutely not. I would say that, you know, one thing that I love about working here and working directly with clients is that it's always good to have a discussion. And if a client has a Roth IRA or has a traditional IRA that has assets within it that lend to a good discussion about Roth conversions, I've had a lot of these discussions with people. And some people actually look at a Roth IRA as an interesting way to create a legacy transfer Mm. because the beneficiaries of these accounts, while they'll be required to withdraw the money over a 10-year period, they still get a 100% no federal income tax on the withdrawals. So the mom and dad that have these, these Roth IRAs, This is a very interesting way to position some assets for a transfer, and not just to their children. In a lot of cases, they want to do that for a grandchild because a grandchild can use those funds for qualified education expenses. Mm. So there's a lot of different things that can be done with a Roth IRA, and I think it's a worthwhile discussion for anyone that, that has traditional money and, you know, I would say this. This is going to be a plug for Roth IRAs. All of these young people, and when I say young, I'm saying people under the age of 40. 
If their 401k plan at work offers a Roth option, they seriously need to look at it because who knows what's going to happen in the next 20 to 25 years with Social Security. I think the government's going to have to take a hard look at making it easier for lots of people, working class people, to have Roth IRAs and to contribute to them. So I think Roth conversions are a good discussion topic. And it's like anything else in the financial world. It's an individualized discussion. Mm -hmm. And it's a decision that the advisor and the client will make together. And it's, it's always a good discussion topic. You know, and here's the other thing for a lot of people, you know, um, in another segment, we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, the Unaffordable Care Act and, and how that impacts people. Well, one of the things with the Unaffordable Care Act, it is truly based on income, right? Well, one of the ways, and this is why we work so well together, um, is we want to lower the reportable income which will in turn increase your premium tax credit, which would lower your monthly premium for health insurance. And one of the ways to do that is to draw money from your Roth IRA because it's not reportable income because you've already paid tax on it. So, so that's another big advantage to doing the Roth conversions, especially if you're in a position where you need some income uh, uh, to to but but not have it reportable to keep that premium down. You know, do you see that happening a lot with some of your clients? I do. And the other thing to to remember about Roth IRAs is that there is no required minimum distribution requirement on that money. So therefore, they could create a Roth IRA and literally let that money ride for for an indefinite period of time. Sure. But I would also say this, I think, what if you have, I do a lot of work with individual stocks and portfolios. Mm -hmm. What if you have a highly appreciated stock position in a in an IRA, or you create a Roth IRA with some cash, and you buy a stock that has unbelievable appreciation over mm -hmm. a period of time, that really gives you an advantage in terms of withdrawing the money on a, on a greatly appreciated asset and not paying any federal income taxes on it. So the RMD part of it is, is really an interesting ta take on, on Roth and Roth conversions. There's an important caveat to make. You knew there was going to be a catch, right? Uh, and, and something we've emphasized a few times uh, here, but want to want to draw attention to it again. You are going to have to pay taxes when you make these conversions. It's not as easy as taking the entirety of your nest egg right now and and converting it all because well, you're going to have to pay taxes on that large sum, and that could be counterintuitive to what you're trying to do. So, do being methodical about it, especially we we only have two years left while the Trump tax cuts are in play. Uh, but being able to methodically, you know, chip away at that, doing these Roth conversions uh, can really. Uh, the benefits are there and it could really help you out in the long run. The team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help you out with that, start developing that tax strategy. You just have to take the first step. Give a call, 419-794-3030 or go to the website, arhq.com. Now, the stock market was up 8% in November, but according to some economists, uh, it's based on hope that the interest rates will finally come down sometime next year. They've been holding uh, pretty steady the past couple of months. Economist Ken Polkari tells Fox Business he disagrees with that outlook. 
And so this rally that we saw in November is really built upon that idea that the rate cuts are coming. It's illogical to me, considering Jay Powell has made it very clear that the door is open and he's still not confirmed or sure that the hike cycle has ended. The market is stamping their feet saying, no, 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 no. We need lower rates. We don't need lower rates. The market can function with 5% rates. And you and I both know that over time and history in the markets. So I have to ask, can we keep going with interest rates being this high without some sort of fallout, some sort of market correction? Market corrections are going to occur. The question is, what's going to cause, what's the trigger that's going to cause the correction? You know, obviously with 2024 being a presidential election year, that could certainly be something that would could cause a correction. But I happen to agree with Ken. I think interest rates are going to continue to um, be high. I think it's very interesting when Jerome Powell and the Fed makes their various statements about interest rates and whether they're going to be raising rates or cutting rates, the market really waits to hear what they have to say. And then they take optimism when they, when they hear that. So if interest rates drop, is that a good thing for stocks? Generally, it is. But I think we're going to continue to see pretty good returns on bonds, on individual bonds, on treasury bonds. 2022 was a pretty bad year for bond mutual funds Mm -hmm. because interest rates, when interest rates rise, the underlying value of the bond drops. Mm -hmm. So it's like a teeter-totter effect. And so what we were talking to clients about or what I was talking to clients about quite a bit was if you go into the tre- United States Treasury market, you can, pick a, you can pick an interest rate, you can pick a maturity date, and you can lock in, a, lock in your returns on these bonds. The, the caveat with that is If you're buying individual bonds on the open market, you have to absolutely keep them to maturity. If you sell it, if you try to sell it before it matures, the person that's going to put a bid in on that bond will say, oh, they're having financial difficulties and they will lowball on what they offer on these types of bonds. So the discussion I have with clients is you can get a really good rate but you have to be willing to keep it until the maturity date. And in some cases, we're able to create, they're called ladders, where you buy different maturity date bonds and you just allow them to mature so that there's cash that's kind of flushing into the account on a consistent basis. And then when all of those things mature, you take a look at the interest rate environment at that point and say, is this going to continue or what is it actually happening at the government level that's going to affect these yields? I think the yields are going to stay high for at least the next year. Uh, Time will tell, it always does, but it's a very interesting thing. How if you bought a bond fund, you're struggling. If you bought individual bonds, treasury bonds, high quality corporate bonds, those yields were pretty healthy. And I and I believe they will continue to be healthy. 
You know, I have uh, a few clients that came in uh, um, this past uh, couple of months, and, you know, one of the things that uh, a couple of my realtors, uh, several of my realtors, and, and uh, I, I heard a couple of things from a few of um, different realtors saying, well, they're anticipating some rate drops and they're anticipating that uh, the 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 uh, the market for the real estate is going to change a little bit because of the interest rates falling houses that were going on the market when the interest rates were low were gone literally within three or four days there was a contingent sign and I don't see that anymore. I'm, I'm seeing it, it last, and we've got one across the street from uh, where I currently have, live. Um, it's been on the market for probably three or four months. It just now has a um, uh, a pending sign in uh, the house right next door to me. They took it off the market, and it just uh, is not moving to where they want it to move. Um, have you heard the same thing that I've been hearing about the mortgage rates possibly dropping? Because some some of them say, yeah, we're not hearing that right now. So I'm, I'm hearing kind of conflicting stories. How, how about you, Dave? Have you heard the same thing? I have. You know, the cost of borrowing and mortgage rates are making it very prohibitive for a lot of people right. to be able to go out and finance. So the people that can buy real estate and pay cash for it, they're in the catbird seat because they can pretty much go to a seller and say, this is what I feel your property is worth. Here's my offer. Take it or leave it. I, I think this is a very big drag on the economy. So mm -hmm. when I think in wishful thinking, they want to see these interest rates drop. The banks certainly want to start making loans or continue sure. to make loans. But I don't know if that's going to be the reality of how this plays out. I have an, I have my, my oldest sister is retired in North Carolina and she wants to move back and she put her house on the market and basically said, I put, took it off till the spring because no one's buying properties mm -hmm. with the interest rates being what it is. And of course, like most people, she can't buy a new place until she sells the one she currently has. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that are sitting on the fence as far as whether or not they are willing to do a real estate transaction given the interest rate environment that we're in. Now that the the, the market has slowed and people are asking more than what the market's probably pulling in for these houses, do you think that people are sitting on the sidelines with cash, not looking to do anything right now? I, I kind of do. I would say this because if you – clients can earn 5% in a brokerage account without even investing. Sure. So And that's pretty good. You betcha. If that continues for the next foreseeable future, let's say the next 12 months – I, those folks might just sit and wait for the environment to turn to where it's in their favor. You know, there is a class that you guys teach, a, a workshop that you guys teach throughout the year, and, and those will resume uh, coming into 2024. You can go to arhq.com slash events for more of those. But it's called Threats and Opportunities, and it talks about, you know, whenever there is something out there that uh, is financially concerning, there's also an opportunity to be had, and interest rates are very much one of these things. Ideally, not a great time to take out a loan or, or you know, uh, rack up credit card debt or refinance your 
loans that you have right now, but it could be a good time to refinance your investments, being able to look at some of these other strategies that aren't tied to the market and, and take advantage of them in the favor. And, and you know, uh, being protected from the market, if there is in fact going to be a market pullback, uh, being being protected from that. So there is time on our side while these interest rates continue to stay elevated uh, to make them work in your favor. But you have to pick up the phone and reach out and see what's going to work best for you. 419-794-3030. Here's a forewarning for the next time that you head into a restaurant. The wait staff, well, they are likely judging you. Here's two servers who uh, posted recently on TikTok. We're waitresses. We're going to get upset when you order Coke and a water and only drink the Coke. We're waitresses. We're going to laugh at your jokes because you pay our bills. We're waitresses. We're going to tell you your food's almost ready when we most likely just bring it in. We're waitresses. We don't have the authority to turn down the thermostat just because you're cold. We're waitresses. We're going to judge you when you and your boyfriend sit on the same side of the booth. We're waitresses. We're going to have an attitude when you come in 10 minutes to close. And uh, in all fairness, having waited tables in college, uh, yeah, no, very much every single one of those things. When somebody brings in their retirement accounts during a first meeting, I have to wonder, do you judge? And and how do you explain uh, something in in the plan that might seem out of whack? You know, that was really good. I remember I sold cars for a short period of time and people would come in and there's no question the salesman would judge. They'd say, these people don't have enough to rub two nickels together. You know, we were we were judging them all the time when they walked in. Um, I can't afford to judge people now. You know, I deal with all types of people that come in for Medicare. The thing with me is I deal with people that have uh, millions of dollars, and I deal with people that um, have no money at all, you know. And, uh, you know, whether you're on Medicaid and Medicare or whether you're just on Medicare or just on Medicaid, uh, all of the people I deal with, uh, Dave, they they have the same needs. You know, they need healthcare benefits that are going to fit their particular situation and their needs. You know, and for me to sit here and, and look at a client that comes in and kind of predetermine what plan I'm going to put them with is not doing what's best for the client. You know, so there's, you know, I, I just I can't afford to do that because it's not in the best interest of the client. And not only that, I really think that. In the business we're in, maybe not as a waiter or a waitress, but in the business that we're in, people can read right through that. They know, based on your mannerisms, whether you're judging them or not, um, they know that. Would you not agree? How do you handle that with, with clients that come in for financial advice? I would absolutely agree with that. This is my 22nd year as a financial advisor. I was a school teacher and a coach for 21 years. And so, you know, when I approach my business, I kind of look at my potential clients and my clients like my, I used to look at my students. They all are at different points in their life. They're all, they all have different needs. They all have different um, goals. And so therefore our job is to help them, help guide them down the correct path of what's right for them. And I would say this, and this may sound like a commercial, but I try to have a judgment-free number. If a client gives me their retirement savings, their social security statement, if they have a pension through their work, I try to give them a non-judgmental number of what they can count on without really having too much expectation. But I... I'll share with them that number. And you know what? Sometimes, Scott, they will say, 
gee, I realize that I have to start saving more, and I, I can do that. So when you start looking mm -hmm. at people maxing out their 401k, if I say, you know, you could put $30,000 a year with a catch-up provision into a 401k, there's a lot of people who say, I could never do that on my best day. But by letting people know that they what they are currently putting in and what they possibly can put in, that just a little increase or a consistent increase as their pay increases will make a humongous difference in terms of what they can count on at retirement. And that's what I think we do here. We have a process here that is that is solid and it addresses clients in every situation and we just apply that and I believe the people that come here and deal with us understand that we're we're here to help them and we're looking out for their best interest. One of the things I've learned in, in if I just sit and talk and listen to what the clients uh, are, are, are talking back and, and they will tell you without telling you exactly where they're at and what their needs are, right? You know, that lady telling me, well, I need to, what if I were to put off, maybe take that prescription every other month? Uh, is that going to help with my donut hole? Well, that screamed out to me saying, here I have a situation where uh, finances are a major issue. They make too much money to qualify for Medicaid, but they don't make enough money to spend, you know, for some of these medications. They don't make enough money to spend, you know, three or four or five thousand dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. So we're here to help, and and um, uh, you know, we we try to eliminate and take the judgment out of the picture. And if you're dealing with someone that is sitting there judging you or trying to uh, pigeonhole you into a plan that's not best for you or to a a investment portfolio that you just don't think is right or don't understand you know reach out to us let us know we'd be happy to help you in any way possible obviously there is a significant difference between the the food service industry and the financial <laughs> industry uh, di different cut of employees uh, case in point but uh, it is it is worth repeating that you know uh, judgment free uh, when it comes to America's retirement headquarters perhaps there is work that needs to be done with your retirement plan but by having that conversation with them, you'll at least know what those steps are, and then you can, you know, set yourself up down the line to hopefully have that retirement that you uh, that you've been dreaming of. It all starts with that phone call, though four one nine seven nine four thirty thirty, or going to the website arhq.com. Now, Scott, it's not just about uh, you know uh, being Medicare eligible people that are over the age of sixty five. You also help people that are under sixty five or on the Affordable Care Act plans with open enrollment for the marketplace having just wrapped up. Can you let our listeners know uh, what what has changed? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Um, um, you know, this is a situation where a, a lot of people don't completely understand exactly what's available to them out there and what they have to do. Um, you know, I don't really advertise or I don't promote that I actually sell um, these plans on the marketplace. Um, you know, everybody has heard me refer to it as the Unaffordable Care Act. And, you know, there's reasons why. You know, I've been in this business a long time. I've been in this business 29 years, right? And I have people come in and I help people, um, you know, sign up for their insurance plans. And I remember the days before, um, you know, the Unaffordable Care Act, as I refer to it as. Um, and I see it now. And, and the things are drastically different now. Um, the idea with the marketplace plans was to help everybody 
get health insurance and have it affordable to everybody that that needed health insurance. You know, the unfortunate thing is, um, my opinion, I shouldn't give my opinions, but it, it was it was they didn't take into account what all of the needs were for the people. They were just trying to get something put in place. So let me give you a little example of what's happened over the past two years, um, and it, 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 I'm sure that it's going to happen in the years to come. So one of the things with with the um, marketplace health insurance is uh, this is a novel concept, okay? It's kind of like buying your home or auto insurance and not asking if you have a good driving record or if there's anything in your, you know, how many claims do you have? The health insurance has nothing to do with your health. Now, now, now figure that one out. How can I properly uh, underwrite your insurance plan if I'm not asking you anything about your health insurance, okay? Well, your, or your health. Um, so here's what it's based on. It's based on income is the biggest driver of uh, the marketplace plans, okay? Male, female, uh, the county and zip code, and uh, how much money do you make? What is your reportable income? So you remember, Dave, when we were talking earlier about the Roth conversions and why it's important. Well, this is why it's important, okay? So here's what's happened over the past two years, and this is what happened this year as well. So they increased the premium tax credit subsidy income amount, okay? So for example, if you have somebody that was making $50,000 a year last year, Let's just say that their premium tax credit could have been, and I'm picking a number out of the air here, could have been $500, okay? Well, what they did was they increased that subsidy. So the same 50,000 for 2024 might get you an additional $150. So you might be a $650 premium tax credit. So the premium tax credit is money that is given to the, the, um, uh, the, the client to offset the higher cost of premiums. So they increased that amount that they're allowing. Well, that's all well and good, but they also increased the premium, okay? It's kind of like COLA, you know, the increase and then the health insurance, the Part B premiums goes up and kind of eats away at whatever that increase was, okay? So they increased the premiums, those went up as well. Oh, and by the way, here's the other thing they did. Your deductibles and your max out of pocket were also increased. So they increased the amount of subsidy, but they also increased your deductibles. So your max out of pocket now on a marketplace plan is 9,450. That's the highest. Now you can get plans that are lower than that, but if you lower your max out of pocket, guess what your premium does? Your premium goes up considerably, okay? I, I had a couple that came in my office um, it was a family of four, and this here for me is is just a, a, a gut-wrenching situation for people to be in, and this is why I call it the Unaffordable Care Act. I had a family of four. Uh, their annual income with a family of four was $105,000, okay? You know, not, not horrible, but, you know, a family of four, right? Actually, it's a pretty good income. Their health insurance was nearly $2,000 a month. So think about that. They're paying roughly $18,000 in premium because theirs happened to be right around $1,500 a month. 
eighteen thousand in premium. Oh, and by the way, if you use the plan, you still got to come up with another eighteen thousand nine hundred dollars out of your pocket. You're looking at roughly thirty six, thirty seven thousand dollars for a family of four if they were to have any any health issues whatsoever. How are people paying for this? I mean, this is for for me with these plans. This is. This is the thing that just, this is why I call it the Unaffordable Care Act. You know, so these are some of the things that have happened. Now, if you have a very low income and, you know, a single person, I've got some premiums that are zero. Well, who do you think are the people that are liking these plans? The people that have little to no income, um, relatively healthy, you know, like Troy. If Troy were to go on the marketplace, um, you know, with with his income and you know he may be paying a hundred bucks a month for a health insurance plan with a eight thousand dollar deductible well he's not going to use the plan he's 21 he's healthy right but a guy like me 61 pushing 62 here in a couple of months that premium is going to be really really high and my out-of-pockets are going to be high so just to give you listeners just kind of an idea um if you're contemplating going off of an employer plan or retiring early you're not 65 yet if you need health insurance i can help you with that uh pretty much your only option is either to go cobra which can be quite costly or to go on the affordable care act and, um, you know, we can we can talk through how to make this work for you. Just one of the many factors to consider when it comes to, you know, uh, possibly retiring early. Not to say that it shouldn't be done, but just making sure that mm-hmm. uh, all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted. And that starts with reaching out to the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, developing that plan that's going to include the income side and the health care side. That is uh, why it's all under one, uh, one roof. And to reach out, the number 419-794-3030. One last time, 419 794 3030. You can always find them online, arhq.com. And as always, want to thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Hope you have a great week ahead of you. Uh, have, be safe out there. Guys, thank you for the time. Uh, Dave, uh, pleasure having you on. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, Chris, uh, it was it was great to be on. Great talking with you again. Uh, Dave, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on the show. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, a quote is, uh, never spend your money before you have earned it. Uh, I think that's something that we all should kind of live by. Once again, thank all of you listeners out there. Um, and remember, we are on every Saturday, WSPD 1370, Toledo's number one talk radio show. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.